right, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, we actually do need to... Mike had his event, and I want to get into that as well. Michael Cunningham, who was our uh, Jeremy Grant winner of uh, last month, uh, the end of the year, our first Jeremy Grant winner um, for our show, and uh, I was at his event. But I wanted to touch on one of the conversations that I had with Mike, um, you know, the other day, actually yesterday, and we talked about, like, what's success for the show. I think the one thing that's cool about uh, what we're doing, Devin, is that, you know, the show and the success is not necessarily about how many people listen. Like, we're not, like, chasing stats. We're not, like, you know, looking for uh, uh, numbers in terms of how successful we are. I think the win that comes for us and how we measure our wins is when we see the the action, like, our podcast lead to other people you know, doing what it is that they want to do. So like for me, I think a win in a podcast in a big way, it starts with me and the thing that I'm working on with the 2400 movement. And then I also look and see it inside of my wife who now has started her business and got those things off the ground. And that, you know, comes from listening to the show and being a part of listener in the show. I also see it with Michael Cunningham, who you know, basically told us that listening to the show made him realize like, you know, what was his nine o'clock? And now he tells his team, you know, uh, that he works with is like, yo, we need to make sure we have our nine o'clock as a team, which that 9 a.m. basically means we need to plug in to one another every so often. You know, I think for them, it's every fourth Saturday or something like that. And they stay committed no matter what. They do that meeting. And um, I think, like I was telling them, is the greatest thing for us and how we're going to measure our success is how many people can we influence to be able to take that step into their process of doing whatever their mission and their purpose is in life. And and that's, for me, how, I, how I'm going to measure and how I think us as a show should measure the success of whether or not we're doing or, or you know, we're doing good or not, you know what I mean, with the show. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, you know. Because yeah. um, it, it's funny, like, if you look back on the whole year, um, the year kind of went in a different direction than I expected for myself, right? Like, I had a very pretty, like, clear and focused target of, like, really investing my energy and time on Shopify app development. Like, that was where I was, like, really, really focused. Um, and that went okay. There's been progress, right? It didn't, uh, it, I definitely didn't end up where I expected to be. Um, but I didn't expect to start a podcast that I would like continue 26 episodes later, right? Like with, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's like half a year, right? <laughs> so I didn't expect to have one thing that I was doing for six months, you know, sort of constantly. Um, throughout that because neither of us had considered the show as like a a route or a path that either of us would really take you know what I mean mm-hmm. no I agree I agree and uh, yeah man so much good has, has already come from it you know and I think it's cool that like as we reflect on last year um, what last year for me looks like is that we we're able to focus on ourselves and both of us 
we've been able to take steps towards our own entrepreneurial goals and actually take action too. But I want, you know, for us, as I reflect on last year, towards the end of episode, you know, like 20, what I started to notice is, you know, maybe not 20, maybe episode 15. What I started to notice is this podcast for the people that were constant listeners, it started to have an impact and an an influence on them wanting to go and take their chances and do the things that make, you know, that they're passionate about and they believe is their mission in life. And it started to have this like, you know, this this influence on people where we we basically were having this like, you know, this this profound impact. I don't want to overstate it, but it was like watching my wife who, you know, jumped out and started to do the thing that she loves the most on which we've had countless conversations for years and years and years. And I think there had been a level of fear inside of her through those years of, you know, not succeeding, you know, having this podcast. And it's funny, she don't listen to me when I talk to her. But for some reason, if I put it on a podcast and upload it to Spotify, you know, (laughs) everything that I say now becomes like, you know, Bible or whatever. And all of a sudden she hears me and, you know, she leaped in and, and started her own thing. Um, Dude, I wonder what that says about like marriages generally. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Put it on a podcast, man. Your wife will listen. There you go. Yeah. So, what do you want for dinner tonight, Devin? Put it on a podcast. You'll, <laughs> she'll listen and you'll have it. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because you know, uh, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, well, I think I, I'm pretty sure you don't know this. Is it uh, Sarah decided to learn how to code, right? Ah, cool. Um, Dude, it's so cool. It's it's so it's so unbelievably cool, and it was interesting because the conversation that we had about it was, and it's much more like the conversations that I have with, with my wife, which are which are basically like, we I say a thing once, and then she either agrees or disagrees with it, and I usually find out like five or six days later, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so basically, the whole conversation about coding that we have was like. It was actually kind of weirdly because of this show a little bit because she was like, you know, I don't know what to do with all this, you know, with COVID and everything. Like she didn't want to go back to working with the public and get sick. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, you're working from home and like, that's amazing. And I was like, I was like, dude, there's nothing stopping you. I was like, you could easily do what I do. Like, in fact, you're smarter than me. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure that you'll be better than me at it. And I was, but, or, you know, if you wanted, like, you could learn, you know, video editing or, like, you could learn how to do SEO or digital ads. Like, there's, I was like, there's all these jobs that are online and people really need them. Like, you know, if you want, you could, you know, you could try to, I don't know, do whatever, but, like, or you could just get another job. But I was like, why don't you just, get a job that you could do at home. Like you'd be a great designer. You'd be a great web developer. You'd be a great software engineer. Like, why don't you just decide to do one of those things? And like a week and a half later, she just like signed up for code boot camp, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, huh. But it was because of that same sort of permissionless model that I guess you and your wife are, are about now. Which mm-hmm. is like you were like, why, you know, your wife was like, why aren't I just, bacon like i i know how to do it and 
I might be the, the, you know, I might only be selling 10 or 20 or 30 pies, but that's more than zero. <laughs> that's moving me in a direction to kind of figure out where I want to go. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, most most definitely, man. So that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that, man. Just yeah, man. Take, yo, the secret the secret to life, right? Like, I think I figured it out. I'm gonna start packaging it up. Maybe I have to write a book. But uh, in my opinion, it it really feels like purpose is everything. You know, when you feel like you're contributing and you feel like you're doing something that is like kind of bigger than you, you that that's when people give the most buy in is when they feel purposeful. And purposeful to a level that is even bigger than them. It's kind of like you watch a football team or a basketball team. And usually it's this like selflessness that happens with championship teams. And they and they go on this mission with a purpose to win this trophy. And the ones who even the 15th player sitting in that last seat on the bench. When that person feels like they have a purpose and that they're doing something to help the team, that's when you see great teams, you know, come out and they do great things. You know what I mean? When, like, you you know, certain teams, when they don't value every member and everyone's role, uh, that's when the people around you start feeling like they don't have a purpose. And when people don't feel like they have a purpose, it, it, that's pretty much when you just, every you know, you just let everything happen, whatever, I'm just here, uh, punching a clock, can't wait to leave, all of that type of stuff. So it's big to have purpose, man. Purpose in your life is everything. That's the one thing that I've learned through 2020 is that when I have purpose, I'm a different person. Everything else is better. The food tastes better. You know, the sun shines brighter. Like everything in life is better when I have a purpose, a, a reason to get involved every day. Um, and, and most of the time it's just been my children. Um, and me being a father and a husband and providing, but now that purpose is even even bigger than that, and it, and I feel unstoppable. Yeah, I think for me it's uh it's a it's like a combination of because like the the very first thing that I learned about like how to be a proper adult um, is you have to show up, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. like that's the that's the first thing that I like I got good at. It's like you know I mean, I mean we worked together that's how we met. And mm -hmm. like neither one of us miss work. Yeah, true. Like we just didn't miss work. Like we weren't like we weren't late, and we didn't miss work because mm -hmm. that's like the first lesson that you learn in the in the journey. If you're going to be good at anything, like you need to show up, and mm -hmm. you should show up on time. Like those two things go together. <laughs> um, and then like sort of, I guess one of the next early lessons that I kind of learned is that uh, it, it's a little bit about purpose, but it's also a little bit about just like just do the next right thing whatever that is like yeah like just right and then both of us i think sort of stuck you know going into 2020 like both of us have these like weird goals of like well i want to be an entrepreneur well i want to do this well i want to do that but neither of us were necessarily moving forward on mm. it, right like we we're both talking about it but we weren't uh, i certainly wasn't and i don't think you were moving nah. actually forward and somehow i made that shift to take the next step forward. And I think it was the show. And I think, you know, to, to Michael's point last episode, it's like, you know, it's, it's about having a nine o'clock. It's about having like this thing that was, I'm accountable for that was kind of like showing up, but showing up for my longer term goals. 
if mm. that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Um, so real quick, I just want to reflect on uh, last week. Uh, so for those who've heard who heard last week's episode, uh, we had Michael Cunningham on, who uh, is the co-founder of Kingdom Keepers uh, Ministry Outreach. And last week, they did their, uh, I believe this was their fourth annual uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas Day, basically where they do like, uh, they feed the homeless and they provide supplies, sneakers, you know, uh, socks, thermals, uh, underwear um, for men and women, um, you know, hygiene products for women, hygiene products for men. Um, and they, they basically, they do, they do a great job. And I just wanted to take a moment and I think, you know, he was on, Mike was on our show and I wanted to thank him for one, allowing the process as black and white to be a part of the event. So I was able to go to the event and help out for a couple of hours, um, help Mike set up and then uh, also just help, you know, make sure that people got what they needed. And then, you know, we put together bags. It was, uh, it's pretty wild to watch. You know, an organization like Mike has uh, help and provide these necessary, just basic needs to over 290 people. Like 290 people was the turnout for the event, uh, Devin. And everybody was able to get their needs met that came to um, 1800. Uh, Oh man, see, I'm lost, lost the spot. My bad, Michael Cutterham. But uh, yeah, ba basically, Love Park area, um, downtown Philadelphia, and um, everybody got what they needed, man. It, it was a beautiful thing. Um, I'm talking over 300 backpacks, 290 of them were given out. Uh, over 300 pairs of shoes, brand new shoes that Michael Cutterham and his organization purchased for for these homeless people, and you know, initially. I remember like thinking like, man, new shoes, that that's a bit much. But being down there and helping, it's crazy how you don't really think about it. But most of the things that are given to people who are homeless and in need are usually used things. And the greatest thing about it was watching the reaction from a couple of people. I, I still remember the one guy's name is Brian and uh he was very appreciative that it was a new shoe, you know, a new shoe. Like they don't get new stuff often. And, you know, for him in that moment, it was like unwrapping a pair of Jordans for like, you know, us people who, you know, have all our needs and, you know, spend our money on reckless things. You know, that's what it felt like to him. It was like opening up a pair of like, you know, bread, you know, 11s. Like he was just like, really appreciative and really thankful um you know and there was people who were came from last year and came back like the majority of them and there were some people who were like basically I, I you know can you put aside 13 aside for me and stuff like that because the year before there were some sizes that they weren't able to get and then kudos to michael and his organization they upped the number on larger sizes and they were able to make sure that those people who they weren't able to take care of the year before, they did their homework and they made sure that they were able to take care of them this year. So it, it was just a blessing, man. It was it was beautiful to see. It was really well ran and um, just the way the amount of people that they helped. And then uh, just one last note is that 
now what they've started is because they're out there every year for the last four years and they've been committed there's other organizations or people not even organizations people who want to help that know that they're out there every year and one of the ladies who basically just had things that she wanted to give she wasn't a part of michael's organization she just was a you know a singular person who wanted to donate on christmas and you know help out as many people as she could and she came over and i happened to be a fly on the wall with the conversation she comes over to michael and she goes hey we came down here because we you know the last couple of years we drove past and we've noticed that you guys have this event and that there's this is where all the homeless people come on christmas day because of your event and she asked politely if she could just set up over on the other side and give out some of her stuff because she wanted to help as well so it was just a beautiful thing to see not only is he having an impact on those people in need but he's also having an impact on other people who have a desire to help to want to just get involved so it, it just all around it was an amazing day um and it was great to see man so kudos to michael cuttingham and we're going to keep up with your organization michael um you know as a processor and uh you know, the 39th pick of the process is black and white. Um, we'll forever be staying in touch with your organization and uh, make sure that we give updates uh, for what you guys are up to from here on out. Um, that's the goal of being a Jeremy Grant Award recipient. Yeah, yeah, I feel, and that it should be cool. You know, like this will this will evolve. And we don't we don't really know uh, how it'll go, but I'm really excited that it, for the first. You know, he, he was such a first, like a perfect first guest, um, and like such a perfect first, um, you know, for, first uh, organization. I guess it's organization, but like his the the goal of his process, right? Where mine is like to build applications, and yours is to like you know grow a little movement. Like for him, it's like it's it's helping the people that are kind of most in need, which I think is is pretty awesome. Like it's pretty cool that we get an opportunity to 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 call out somebody who's you know, interested in getting better at all the things that they're doing, just like we are, right? Um, but the specific focus that he's got right now of just kind of helping the community, pretty amazing, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Um, yeah, so we are in the Reflection episode. So, I mean, Devin, as far as the, the podcast goes, right? Like, you know, for you, um, we talked about, like, our business you know goals and how the podcast has helped our business goals but what are some of the things for you like how do you feel the podcast went over the last six months beyond you know what it's done for us personally but just like you know us as podcasters like what do, what do you see some some chances for improvement um as the podcast goes um so i think there's actually some pretty cool stuff uh you know it, making the website was fun right like i i like just kind of putting together a website but it did make me think like, you know, I would like to have the website be actually useful somehow, right? Like it, it's not particularly useful right now. It just kind of is a, a site that links to the show, really. Um, and so it was good to kind of put it together and sort of go through like understanding how to link all that stuff up, um, you know, because basically it just automatically builds uh, each episode and says like, hey, you know, here's another episode. But I would like to kind of turn it into a little something more. So it, it has both 
satisfied the part of me that likes to make things and kind of like put things together um, and sort of understand what a podcast uh, show needs. Um, and then also, um, you know, it, it's also made me interested in kind of like what would a good podcast homepage website be like, you know, like what would an effective site do? Uh, and I haven't really figured that out yet. Um, so, you know, what's the SEO side of things, I guess, really? Like, you know, not even SEO, but more like what's the customer intent of the person who's visiting your site and they're like, you know, they, they listen to the show and they, they want more information or whatever. Like, how do I get that to them? What does that look mm. like? Uh, I haven't really figured that out. Um, but I haven't really spent a lot of time on it, so I don't know. Um, as far as, like, being you know, a podcaster, I think that uh, I would like to promote the show more. I don't really mm -hmm. promote the show, you know. Um, it's just kind of like this thing that I'm doing and throwing out into the world, <laughs> sort of like letting it happen. Um, it's interesting, like one of the things that I have read a bunch of articles about, like how you grow a, a show. And like one of the things that everybody says, like the biggest way that you grow a show is that you just keep doing it. Right, you, you don't stop, and so you know that's pretty cool, and that's something mm -hmm. that I definitely want to focus on. Is like, I just don't want to quit, and I think that the thing that I didn't expect when we started the show, and the thing that uh, that I've gotten even sort of better at somehow, is that I'm more committed than I was, which is mm. strange, right? So it's it's not necessarily a technical thing, or it's not like a I'm more or less comfortable talking, because per pretty much for the most part, like we don't really do a whole lot of show prep or anything like that. Like maybe no, we like, don't do any. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we send a text. Like, we're like, Hey, we should talk about reflections this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like about that much prep. But so since it's a conversation, um, you know, it, being comfortable talking, that, that just kind of is, has been natural. So that's been good. I don't, I don't really know the, the show is, surprising and I really don't know like I just keep getting more value out of it and it's always value that I don't expect if that makes sense like it's always something where I'm like huh I didn't realize that like that my willingness to go jump into this random thing is a lot related to the show like my like Sarah being willing to go code is related to the show because I was just like yeah you can just do whatever you want like just head in that direction and she was like oh yeah I can just do whatever I want like it's kind of like just reminding each other of that. Yeah. So I guess that's sort of like my, like if I had to put the show in a place for the year, 2020 being the weird year that it was, like I would say that that was it. Like it gave me this sort of ability to just have this permissionless, just, uh, uh, just go forward in any direction is fine um, sort of attitude. That's, that's kind of where I would put it for my year and sort of my reflections on the show within the year. How about you? Yeah, I, I mean, being a podcaster, you know, as far as like building a podcast, I think it was, uh, you know, it was really it was really good to for me. It took me out of my comfort zone in terms of like the different things that I've been responsible for on the podcast. You know, I learned uh, for social media purposes, like as I'm still learning, but even in that short period, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, you know, in terms of like how people consume their social media. 
um you know i had to create you know all the different pages and i still need to you know revise and make sure that they're all tight and and uh you know properly put together and work together um but i think just for the podcast like it really helped me get into the social media you know scene and now i just gotta build upon that you know what i mean i gotta basically as uh last year was just kind of seeing behind the social media scene like understanding how it works figuring out all the nuances which i'm still learning but going forward i think for next year i'm ready to take another step in that direction um in terms of just the topics and stuff like that i really felt like last you know this whole year we we really just had great conversations you know like we knew each other really well already because most of our conversations um for the last couple of years that we've known each other we always get beyond the surface um and it was awesome to know that we could just throw topics out and really just have the real essence of ourselves come out um through this podcast which is which is what's great like it's so funny how how different and alike we think you know and it, it really was like a great partnership you know, I was think I was telling somebody the other day where I was like, yo, we we really our hearts are almost, you know, like identical in terms of like the compassion we have for people, um, the disdain we have for like uh, people who have control over other people in a sense. Like, I think like we both kind of like, you know, uh, uh, snub our noses up at like, you know, big business or like the idea of like i guess running a business that um you know controls others like boxing people in like you just said it earlier permissionless right like we're very much people who are all about you know positionless movement you know what i mean um and i think that it works perfectly but on the other side like i'm the type of person that we talked about it prior uh episodes ago that i'm the type of person that i'm going to spend you know, to have literally a light bulb changed around here. Whereas you're the type of person that's D- DIY everything, you know, DIY everything, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that, that's that been, that's rubbed off on me a little bit. I don't know if uh, me and my frivolous spending has rubbed off on you a little <laughs> bit at all. Uh, I've seen the amount of steaks that you've enjoyed, but you've always liked quality, so that ain't quite necessarily me. But it's just something that I feel like the podcast has kind of a little bit of your mindset um, when it comes to certain things has rubbed off on me, um, and it's been really helpful. You, you've definitely pushed me to just try it yourself first because it's always easier than you think it is. And... Um, you so far you've been right you know you've been you've been 100 percent right and uh i appreciate that and you know especially with this website as i finish it up i'm like dang it's crazy it's like i'm i can't believe i'm you know it's like paying it would have been like paying somebody to change my brakes like initially you think it's so difficult until someone shows you how to do it and you're like what it's two screws what the heck why have i ever paid anybody to do this you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to the next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, right? Like, there's there's this the the ability to get go like there's there's this weird balance between like the ability to get going on something and the desire to pay for expertise, 
right? Like, mm-hmm. Because, like, you know what? You could probably change that light bulb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? But also, you probably shouldn't change that engine. So, like, there's, a, there's this weird, like, finding that sweet spot, I've never been good at it, right? Where, But it's, like, where, oh, I'm willing to try this and sort of yeah. DIY it, but then also, like, understanding, like, uh, oh, you know what? This is not my space. Like, I need to, to pay for this. <laughs> Because otherwise, See, I'm going to have a hole in my roof, you know. Which yeah, I'm the yeah. kind of person who does end up with a hole in his roof sometimes. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm sure you've been there before. <laughs> I'm sure you've been there with half your engine on your driveway, and like, uh, I guess Uh-oh. I'll probably call somebody. <laughs> um, I do want to reflect a little bit about the books. Um, yes, yes. So, so tell me, tell me what you think about the books and sort of the the impact that that's had over the last six months. Yeah. I think the books have been a a wonderful addition to what we're doing, man. Like, every book has had an impact and has directly affected the way that I move from a, and the way that I think from a business standpoint, you know, and also just from, like, a personal standpoint in terms of, like, it's given me confidence to be able to go out and take the necessary risks that I need to take as an entrepreneur. Because what you see is that every last one of these guys that have, you know, books we've read um, has definitely spoke to like everybody starts from a, a starting point. That's like n- nothing. Every everybody. And they all have this like turning point in the book where you go out and you take the first step and then it's something that is not like this whole hum, you know, oh, I took a step and then I blew up and became this successful business person. It's everybody takes a step and then what the books then navigate you through is then they take another step. Then they take another step. Then they take another step and they don't soar, you know, pun intended sure. until, you know, you, you climb that ladder and then at the top, there's an opportunity to fly. And that's kind of like what each book has shown. So it's really been helpful for, for me and I think for us as a team doing this podcast to continue to gradually take every step so that eventually we can get to that point of soaring, you know, to point back to our very first book. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I would say it's a bit similar, right? Like the, the books that we've read are soar. The Mom Test, uh, the Thomas Sowell book, uh, Disparities and Discrimination, and then we're, we're just about finished Traction. Um, we'll, we'll actually finish it next week if you're, if you're reading along. This yes. week was like chapters 17, 18, 19, and then we're just going to finish it out uh, for next week's show. Um, and it's interesting, this sort of balance, like I, as a person, like I consume a ton of podcasts and I listen to uh, books on tape like a lot. Um, sort of slowing that down because normally like I'll get a book on tape or, or a podcast and I'll just tear right through it right and it'll be over in you know two days or a day and a half or whatever right like I, I, every time I'm out walking my dog I'm listening to a podcast or something so I could like catch up um, pretty quick and uh, man like it, it'll go listening to these podcast, these books like kind of over a stretch of time has really made me reflect on each sort of chunk of it, right? And it's been neat, especially with something like Traction, 
where it's like this is very mechanical right like here's like here's very clear steps that you can take like you oh you've taken a bunch of business steps and you have a little thing okay well try these channels try doing these things it's, it's very like here's a way to think about it so i've gotten this opportunity to reflect on each sort of idea or with you know to go back to soar right like we're thinking sort of more about like how do you position yourself to take opportunities right like that was kind of the takeaway from that book for me at least which is like mm-hmm. look at look at you know keep keep laying foundation so that at some point you get to to take a, a big opportunity and see how it goes um and so like that process of sort of slowing everything down has actually been really good for me um so i've really enjoyed that sort of that sort of approach of like here's books this this week we're doing this this week we're doing this that's been really good yeah discipline gives us nice discipline as well well i mean i i I feel like if there's a theme for you know episode you know for the first six months of the show that's it right it's uh having the discipline to show up for the show every week and uh having the discipline to kind of just do the next thing in front of you each week and maybe that's burning learning how to use facebook Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so yeah yeah, i would say that's probably our theme yeah that or or start a lawn mowing business yeah right (laughs) yeah agreed um so i guess hey man it it was a, a wonderful year and next year will be the first episode so uh next not next yeah next year right next year aka yeah. next week um will be the first episode of of the new year and um you know i guess uh we'll spend this week just kind of putting together um you know a for a new format for the show or updating the format for the show and uh we'll bring that to the audience um you know next week yeah well, we'll we have a uh, we'll have more stuff each each episode and uh we'll go from there dude it's been a uh, it's been awesome let's uh let's do it for another year what do you say Oh, totally. Sign me up, man. Contract (laughs) is signed. All right. Good stuff. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right.